astrology will not control you. You feel the rhythm of the universe because we're nature and this is nature. Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on personal growth and lifestyle design. My name's Eileen and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group, so I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Lavender Lifestyle. It's your host, Eileen. So a lot of you know that I love astrology and I'm so into it. So today I decided to bring on another astrologer to ask her a lot of questions, common questions about astrology and just help clarify some things. So with us today is Danielle Page. Danielle is an international soul astrologer, intuitive spiritual teacher, host of Cosmic Body Podcast and founder of Purposely Divine School for Your Soul and Astrology Mysteries school. A self-taught astrologer who's been reading the stars for lifetimes, she continued her studies with some of the world's top astrologers. She then devoted herself to learning different types of healing to create her own style of spiritual medicine. Hello, Danielle. Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm so excited to hear what you have to say. First thing I want to bring up, your bio mentions that you've been reading the stars for lifetimes. So yeah. can you explain what that means? What are What's behind this? I mean, this is true. I have. I When I was 30 years old, my entire life completely changed. And I was taken on the spiritual journey, which I didn't even know was coming for me. And then I found astrology, or I should say it found me. Mm. And that night I just went home and, you know, our friend Google was Googling everything about it. Cause I'm like, this is pretty cool. And then I just started studying it and I just got it so easily. And it was the only thing I could say is like, oh yes, this. And I just had to remind myself of all of this. I mean, astrology is something that takes years and years and years, like yeah. Sometimes people study it for 10, 20 years before they actually do it professionally. Mm -hmm. And within about two to three years, I was up and running because I've already done this. And wow. Yeah. I mean, I've just had many, I've just known with many readings, past lives, aligning the stars with the pyramids of Egypt, not Danielle, but my soul. Like yeah. I, I can't take credit for this, but my soul has done stuff before. So it's just, yeah. I mean, where did you get that knowledge of your past lives and your to just knowing that you've done this before? Oh, it just comes through. <laughs> so wow. it's just, uh, yeah, knowing. So, I mean, I've had some sessions with other people, obviously, but also it just come through. And when I had my spiritual awakening, they just started sharing stuff with me and telling me stuff. And mm. then when I was seeing spirits in front of me and I was super psychic and I was like, oh, okay, there's something going on here. <laughs> so you just sort of figure it out when all, when it's all happening. So you're saying before 30, you didn't have any of these senses? Or did you? No, not really. Before 30, I was always in tune and I always felt like I was intuitive. But to be honest, I actually didn't have the word in my vocabulary because it just wasn't something, it wasn't my conscious, it wasn't in my consciousness. But mm -hmm. I always kind of knew that every once in a while I would have dreams and they would come true or like I would get a premonition and it would happen. And I was like, oh, I just like, that's just something that happens to me. Right. But <laughs> wow. I just was not conscious at all. And then at 30 years old during my Saturn return, life just picked me up, turned me, threw me in the other direction and sent me on the way. Wow. Okay. So I do want to talk about the Saturn return, but let's give everyone a basic knowledge on astrology. So how do you help people by using astrology improve their lives? How is it a tool? 
It is a beautiful, magical, mystical tool. And um, so basically I would read someone's birth chart and I take their birth information. So we need the exact time. It's very, very important. Even five minutes off can change the entire chart. So we take someone's birth time, date, and location for the latitude and longitude, and you put it into a computer program and it pulls up a chart. But then you have to understand how to interpret that. And then from the chart, you know, every astrologer reads things differently. And I just, I use my intuition and I channel as I'm doing stuff. And I'm also, you know, mm-hmm. learned astrology. So I just get information and I learn about your soul, what you're here for, what behavioral patterns that you brought in from the past um, that mm-hmm. you need to sort of let go of. Um, like I said, your what your soul, like the purpose, your soul really decided to tackle, I should say, is the best word in this lifetime. And by purpose, I don't Mm -hmm. just mean like job. It's more the vibration that your soul is learning how to become and embody. Mm. So we learned that. And there's just so much more, you know, I can see what your, some of your blocks are, you know, with love, with money. It's not fortune telling. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, you're going to on, you know, the 12th, January 12th, this is going to happen. It's not about that. I mean, there are timing and cycles of energy that we go through. And so I can see what people are going to feel, but I don't predict people's future because that Mm -hmm. is very, actually, that's something we could talk about. It's very archaic because we have so much free will and timelines Mm -hmm. are merging. We just have, there's so many things that come in that like you do one different thing from where we were in the reading and everything has changed. So I don't, yes, we're all psychic, but to predict someone's future, no, we can't do that, but we can see, you know, their, what they're here for, what they're working on, what their stumbling blocks are going to be. And if they're going through a phase that might feel intense, it's okay to let them know. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they could prepare for it, you know, and do things differently because they're aware of it. Right. Can you give an example of like, you look at a chart and you can tell someone's purpose. Like what is an example of what a purpose would be? Well, let me just use mine, for example, just yeah. because I just know that very well. Um, <laughs> so where I came from, it, you know, we come from many different vibrations, but a strong vibration in my chart is very much about independence mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of this confidence and just kind of doing its own your own thing and just taking charge. And I am very good at that. That's why I empower women to take, you know, in charge of their life and go after what they want and get on the plane and go somewhere and, and buy the car, get the house, like do, you know, do things, not like not in a sloppy way or a dangerous way, but to really listen to their heart, right? And follow their passion. What I Mm -hmm. am learning in this lifetime, my vibration is I have a North node in Libra. So I'm actually learning about relationships and partnerships because Mm. it's not to say that I can't do that. It's just my natural inclination is to, oh, I'll just go and jump on a plane (laughs) and do it. Or like, oh, I'll just like, it's easier for me just to do this. So like, I'll just do it myself. Like that's just how I'm wired. So I'm actually Mm -hmm. learning to kind of slow down bring people into my life. And actually in that embodiment, in that place where we're connecting, that's actually my lesson. It's like not about me doing as many things as I can do because the universe knows that. It's more mm-hmm. about learning to balance my energy and work in partnerships and actually have you know loving relationships in my life. Right. So you're talking about the South Node and the North Node, right? Yeah. Because I've learned yeah. a little bit about that because everybody knows their sun sign, right? Yeah. And I think more and more people are know, understanding that there's a whole birth chart. But for beginners, where can they look at? What what do they focus on? Because it's really confusing. Yeah, it is. Astrology is not the easiest thing. You know, a lot of people, when they talk about horoscopes, like that, to me, that's not really real astrology. Like it's fun to be playful. Yeah. And I always post astrology memes too, because they're funny. Mm-hmm. They are. 
mm-hmm. like take those with a grain of salt. So if someone's just starting out, we actually just started my astrology mystery school and I do that, uh, probably run another one next year. So I teach that. But if someone's just starting out, you know, a really simple place for them, if they don't know a lot is really look at their sun sign, their moon sign and their rising sign. And I mean, some people might've heard that before, but it's, you know, if you don't know a lot about it, that's a beautiful place to start. The sun sign is your expression. Uh, your moon sign is your emotions and your behavioral patterns and how you take stuff in and how you emotionally need to heal and connect with people and uh, really, but connect with your own feelings. And your rising sign is mm-hmm. what you present to the outside world. So it's sort of the masks, mask that you wear, like at a party. If you were an yeah. onion, it's like the outside of the onion. And then when you, when you peel it back, you get to the core, you get to your sun and your moon. Mm-hmm. That's really your heart. Yeah. In astrology, I know that, so your chart is a circle and I know there's like objectivity, subjectivity, whether more planets are on the top or the bottom, left or right. Can you explain that in more detail? Freedom versus fate, you know, what's the difference? Yes. So what I always tell people is we are wired a certain way. I mean, we just, you know, there's certain things we can change and there's certain things we can't. Like I'm never going to be someone that's just really passive. Like that's just not my personality. Mm. I mean, I could be quiet and do my own thing for sure because, but like if someone, if I see injustice or something, like I'm going to be the first one to say something. So we're just wired a certain way, but with the free will and fate, you know, that whole subject, astrology will not control you. You feel the rhythm of the universe because we're nature and this is nature. So you're going to feel the energy. Like someone could be going through a really hard time and they're really depressed and it doesn't mean that they will have to stay depressed the whole time. But if I look at their chart, I could be like, oh, you're going through a Saturn phase and you're feeling a little you know, heavy. And they're like, oh, yes, I am. And I'm like, okay, well, this is mm-hmm. what it's trying to get you to do. So now that you know this, like it's not going to be forever, right? So there we have free will, what mm-hmm. we want to do with it. You know, it's up to us how we want to use the energy in our chart, but the energy will always play itself out in some way, some form. So it's better that we understand ourselves and get a hold of it so that we can channel it constructively instead of it, it happening to us where mm-hmm. it feels like. It's right. complex. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I see. Something else I just recently learned from our previous podcast guest is the meaning of the, like Chiron. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Chiron. Can you talk about that? Because I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Chiron is really deep. I don't really get into that like at first when I'm working with a client like the first time or even in my first um, astrology mystery school, because we don't really get the depth of it until we're a lot older. And when we go through around 50 years old, we go through our Chiron return. And that's when we're really going to start integrating that. However, it is in our chart and I will talk about it. And, you know, just on a basic level to kind of make it easy to understand it is called a wound. It's a, like the wounded healer. And Chiron, it was like the story of it was that mm-hmm. he shot himself in the foot and he yeah. basically like wasn't going to die. I believe that's why I haven't thought about the story in a long time. He wasn't going to die, but then he was like suffering. And so he figured out in his suffering, like how to help himself and then help other people in the meantime. So the whole point of Chiron is it's where we have a pain point very strongly, mm-hmm. like that we feel deep in our core. But mm. because of that, we had to learn how to heal ourselves. And because of that, that's our goal that we help the universe. But it's a lifetime thing. Like we don't just be like, oh, I figured out my Saturn and I'm healing it. 
it's like, no, we go through a chiral return around wow. 50, like I said. And so that's when we're really starting to integrate that new energy, but it's in our chart and it's a wound that we have. And I, you know, I'm still looking at mine at 41. I'm still looking at mine and I'm like, you know, trying to get a handle of what mine is, but I also know that it's going to reveal itself mm. even more over time. And that's what the chart does. Like in no way, when I talk yeah. to someone in their twenties, are they like totally understanding everything I'm saying because they haven't grown into their chart yet. And that's completely okay. Like that's mm -hmm. okay because the chart is the highest yeah. expression of you. And so I'm just guiding you of this is the direction mm. to move in. Even if it doesn't feel right now, just sit on it and you're going to see it develop over time. I see. Yeah. Cause I brought that up because with the other guests, we were talking about healing and trauma. And she, she told me that if you look at where your Chiron placement is, it gives you an idea of your past wounds. But I like that you brought up the fact that your chart is your entire, it's the highest expression of you. Cause a lot of people, they look at their chart yeah. and they don't relate to it. And they're like, how do you explain that? Yeah. How I don't relate to this or this or this. Well, they need to come to me because <laughs> I'll explain to them in two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it, I guess it tells you that a lot of people don't know everything about themselves yet. There's just so much to learn. Right. And it's not anything bad. I mean, honestly, I look back when I first started astrology to now there's so much more I see about myself. You know, there are some things I wouldn't accept. I'm like, no, that's mm. not me. That's not me. That's yeah. just not me. And then as I got older, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you face reality. Like, okay, oh. let me use this. And I'm like, you know what? Because I do this, like, let me turn it into a gift, you oh. know? So, and there's going to be things in another five, 10 years that I'm like, I didn't even know when I was 40. <gasps> and I just get it now. And that's just time and maturity for all of us. Wow. Yeah. It never ends. It's this whole never. journey of learning. Never. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the Saturn return because I am in that phase, you know, the nearing 30. So what does it mean? And what, I guess, what was your experience? How did it change you? Yeah. So I have a whole podcast I did um, <laughs> on this, on my podcast, because it's like a whole hour about this, but I will summarize yeah. your Saturn return is basically, it's a journey that we all go through. So it's around 28 and a half it depends on the person and their chart, but it's, you know, 20 and a half to 29, 30. Okay. Yeah. And it also happens around 58 and a half, 59, 60. Okay. So it's a two cycle. So we have a, we have a second Saturn mm -hmm. return too. It is when yeah. Saturn comes back to the placement where we were born. So it takes about 28, 29 years to go all the way around, right? And to come back to the same placement. And because mm -hmm. everything is energy, you might not know. I mean, now it's getting popular, right? But if we're not an astrologer, I, I didn't know about my Saturn return before I got in it. Yeah. But what you do is you feel that, okay, Saturn is about structure, discipline, responsibility, maturity, and it's about what we came here to do. It's our karmic promise. So around that time, we have to really stop and look at what have I been doing in the past? Where am I going? And we start to mature. And we sometimes change our life entirely. Like sometimes mm -hmm. we look at things... We just might not see things before and we're seeing it differently. And then we might, you know, get married or get divorced or have a baby or quit our job or be like, I, this is not what I want to do. And we just quit and move across the country. Or we have a, like a, you know, a moment where we're like, I don't even know who I am, right? This is what's happening. And during my Saturn return, everything was pulled from me because I've learned now yeah. from so much experience when things are pulled, do not grab on, let it go. Literally do not <laughs> okay. let it, do not grab on, just let it go. It just happened to me earlier with someone and I was like, bye, see ya. You know, I was like, I don't grab on to anything anymore. It's like, <laughs> we're not a good match anymore. It needs to go. <laughs> you know, like do not grab uh, on to the things that the right. universe is clearly taking from you. See ya, send them love and send them on their way. So 
I everything in my life was pulled from under me and I started awakening at, during my spiritual awakening to my true journey of why I was here. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea about any of this before. And it took many, many years for me to really understand and wow. figure it out. And my early 30s were very confusing and I wouldn't go back if someone paid me all the money in the world. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. love where I'm at right now. Yeah. I, I just think back at when I was a kid, I thought I would have everything set by 30. I would have everything figured out. And it's like, no. Oh it's, God, no. 30 is, it's, totally, 30 yeah. is so young. <laughs> People don't realize it. They think they're so old, but they're I not. Know. It is just like, the beginning. You're just yeah. starting yeah. out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I get it. I was like that too. Don't worry. So right now, because uh, I know that my Saturn was in Capricorn and I think that's yeah. where we are now. So yeah. can you give some advice for, for people right now going through their Saturn return in Capricorn? Well, it really comes down to the house placement okay. uh, and you have to see what house it's in and mm-hmm. the aspects. However, yeah, a lot of people your age are getting slammed right now because we've had Saturn, Pluto, and the South Node all in Capricorn. And everyone mm-hmm. pretty much from about like 25, 26 to like 29, 30, they have planets around there. And so you guys are getting slammed yeah. right now. But what does it mean when it's in Capricorn? Yeah, so Capricorn is about soul maturity. It's really about you guys stepping into your power in a different way, stepping up, uh, being an authority figure, Mm -hmm. um, speaking out, uh, making changes, you know, um, really helping the world and make an impact on the world in some beautiful way. Mm, Interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I understand that there are certain planets that move through a sign for like a generation, like Pluto or Saturn Mm -hmm. move really slowly. So what is the astrology of our current time? Oh, meaning like what's going on right now? Yeah, yeah. Like what is our current movement or generation or? Oh, there's so many things because with Pluto, yeah, with Pluto, it's, you know, going through cap. But the thing is, it's like, it's been tearing down. It's been there forever. It's been so long. It's been mm-hmm. tearing down structures. So financial mm. systems, structures, Wall Street, like things are being revealed. Interesting. But it's been like that for oh. so many years. How many years? I'd have to look up. I don't know offhand oh. because it's so slow moving. So I'd have to look that up. <laughs> um, but we could put right. that in the show notes. I could look it up. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is that it? What else is slow moving? Oh, there's so, I mean, at one point there's so many things <laughs> going on. And then we just have, we have energy that I think it's, the way I see it is like we have energy even behind astrology. Like right now there are so many timelines coming together. So we have, we're seeing things, we're being faced with moments and things that scare us because we're actually changing the trajectory of our Mm. life. But we have also more opportunity than ever before. Like this summer was really, really intense. We went through eclipse season Mm -hmm. in July. What does that mean? Eclipse season. Yeah. We we have another eclipse season, December and January. Mm -hmm. So eclipse season happens every six months and they are, major, major game changers. So I go to anyone, I'm like, oh, how was July for you? Uh, July was a bit of a shit show for a lot of people. (laughs) Uh And they say shit show with love, right? Because it was like, it really changed us. So basically eclipses are times when we are sped up on our spiritual journey. So if an eclipse is hitting something in your chart, it moves it basically activates and it opens you up and it moves you somewhere else where you would never go. Meaning like sometimes we change jobs, we move, we basically stop relationships. So it's like a little mini Saturn return, but happening quickly. Mm -hmm. Saturn returns dragged out. This is like little mini. And that's where we're we're shown face to face with things that are not in alignment or in alignment with us. And we have to make adjustments, but you know, they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people get married 
I know pe- tons of people got married in um, June because eclipses were in July and, and the energy happens about a month before. Oh, so when okay. everyone was getting engaged the first week of June and getting married, I was like, there you go, bingo. <laughs> um, so that was really beautiful. And then, um, you know, people have babies, people get promotions. So it's, it's a bunch of stuff. You know, it, we can't really say it's good or bad because it's all just energy. It's different stuff. Right. Okay. And then a really common thing that people always talk about and complain about is Mercury in retrograde. So can you explain yeah. to us what it is and how? do we deal with it during that time? Yeah. So Mercury in retrograde is really not a big deal. It just became really popular. But I always say to people, everyone freaks out about Mercury retrograde, but it's actually the eclipses that are going to rock your world. Mm. Like Mercury retrograde is just like an annoying little kid brother poking you. And you're like, oh (laughs) God, this is annoying. Oh, I did this. I did that. Um, And things do get confusing. They do because wires are skewed. So basically Mercury is a planet that rules, communication and thinking and speech and all forms of technology and basically just getting messages to and from, okay? Mm-hmm. Like phones, data, fax machines, right? Like all computers. Yeah. So it's just relaying messages. When it goes retrograde, it basically appears to move backwards from our perspective here on earth. And so our perspective gets skewed. But in that perspective getting skewed, we're actually open to more things we wouldn't normally see. So people get very psychic around that time and they're seeing things. It's like the wool is being pulled off and you're Mm like, oh, right. But I always tell people, don't make any major, major changes during Mercury retrograde because things might settle down. It might change. Mercury is very mutable and it's quick. So it's like things can change and go back together very quickly. Mm -hmm. It's not bad. It's just an opportunity for us to actually take a pause in the universe and take a step back and relax and rest. Mm, right. And because I've heard like, don't sign contracts during that time. Don't make any important decisions. Does that still ring true? Yeah. I mean, listen, I have signed contracts before during Mercury because <laughs> there's things you can't get out of, you know? Right. And so yeah. I always say, listen, life goes on, but it's like all of a sudden, if you're in the middle of Mercury retrograde and you're like, oh my God, I want to buy a house. Like, just like chill out for like one more week oh, okay. and be like, mm. right. but like life goes on. I remember I had to get a job. This is before I was doing astrology. I had to get a job and it was during Mercury retrograde and I knew that and it was like there was nothing I could do. And that job ended up helping me, like saving me in many ways. But Mm. I also came, I always say there's something, if you commit to something that's long-term with Mercury retrograde during Mercury retrograde, you're going to find out later. Like it's not saying it's bad, but I had a lot of karma with the people that worked there and they were actually really mean and they bullied me a a lot. And I really had like from that experience, I learned to stand in my power more than I ever have. Mm. And I basically was like, F you, I'm out of here. And then I quit and that's when I started my stuff. So they actually pushed me in a good way to do this. Right. Interesting. But it wasn't fun. It was really hard for a while, but it's like there's always there's always something. But it was meant to happen, right? But it was karmic. Yeah. Like that was part of my path to get me to where I am today. Interesting. Hi, loves. Let's take a break and talk about how to make 2020 your best year. As an artist of life, you have the power to envision and create the life you've always wanted. So as we enter a new decade, seize this opportunity to take action towards your dreams in 2020. To guide your year, I created the 2020 Artist of Life Workbook, a journal filled with 125 pages of questions and exercises to help you self-reflect, clarify your vision, set goals in all areas of your life, execute your goals, and track your progress monthly. 
with sections on self-love, overcoming fear, habit tracking, gratitude journaling, and more. The Artist of Life workbook keeps you accountable and guides your growth throughout the year. It's a tool to keep you inspired, motivated, and organized, helping you live your best life. All the exercises within have personally helped me change my life for the better, and I'm confident that they'll do the same for you. To get started, go to shop.lavendaire.com to get your copy of the 2020 Artist of Life workbook. Again, that's shop.lavendaire.com. For you personally, do you have like an astrology ritual or routine? Because by now I'm sure you know your chart, but what do you do on a daily or weekly basis? No, I have no ritual or routine. Okay. Um, to be honest, I'm someone because I'm so busy with other people's charts and <laughs> just like life and tracking the cycles and there's so much going on. Yeah. I forget to look at my chart a lot. I'm um, like the transits okay. because I used to look at it so much in the beginning and I'm like, you know what? I just want to live my life. So to be honest, right. I forget. And then I'm always like, so if something's going on, I'm like, okay, let me look. And then I'm always like, oh, there you go. That's right. <laughs> this is what's going on. So I'm like the funniest astrologer where I forget to look all the time. <laughs> That's funny that you don't yeah. even bother looking. Oh, no. It's because I'm so in tune with my intuition too that like uh-huh. I just feel it anyways, you know, because I'm like, I don't let astrology control me. I just use it as a guide, but I awesome. feel it anyways. I know what's going on, you know, because I'll feel it. Okay, I see. Yeah, because I've learned recently about like the moon cycles and how people, I guess they have some sort of ritual or routine related to the moon. So you don't do anything like that? Well, during the full moon, I always have full moon circles. So I lead those online. I've been doing Mm -hmm. those for about four years now. I do full moon virtual circles and those are really, really beautiful. So it's like a ceremony for me because I lead it and I love it. And it reminds me of my time back in Egypt as a priestess. Mm, Wow. (laughs) Um, But I've done this. um, So I I do those. Um, but I just feel the moon, like my body even fluctuates with the moon cycles. Like I feel it when I'm bloated, when I'm not. So like, I'm just so in tune that it's just like, Mm -hmm. I know when I fluctuate and there's some days where I don't want to work, I don't work. And if I need to do this, I need to, like, I just Mm -hmm. don't have set schedules because I literally just flow to my cosmic rhythm. And that's what I teach people. My tagline is embody your soul's cosmic rhythm, not make Mm -hmm. a to-do list of what to do. I mean, sure have the to-do list, but then float your cosmic rhythm. Like on the to-do list, if I'm not feeling it today, I'm going to do it tomorrow and it's going to be better tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. Love that. All right. So now we have some rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So the first question is, what does your dream life look like? Ooh. Okay. (laughs) Sit down, get ready. Yeah, go off. (laughs) Well, I'm actually living a lot of my dream life, to be honest. Clearly, I don't have everything in my life because that's a journey of life and I'm okay with that. But my dream life is married to my amazing partner, this masculine, sexy god of a man, (laughs) and a beautiful house where we have people over for dinners all the time and celebrations and fun. And then we also have houses all around the world and we both travel around the world and we work together and we raise the consciousness of earth. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) And maybe we have kids, maybe that comes in. You know, there's a lot of things, but like, I'm just, I'm really living in alignment with a lot of that right now. Yeah. You don't seem like you plan things out to the detail. You're really just going with the flow. Because you can't plan too much because I've learned enough mm-hmm. that the universe just laughs. Like I talked to, cause I know, <laughs> because I talked to so many people, it's like, even, I mean, I'll be honest, even when you are up there getting married and you say it's going to be forever, honestly, you don't know that. No, maybe it could be the best five years <laughs> of your life. And that's amazing. But then you it's guys true. grow apart and you're like, okay, this is done. Yeah. You know, like we can't plan it. Cause I've gone through so many changes mm-hmm. that I know enough to know that I know nothing at all. So I'm going to be mm-hmm. here in the moment and do the best that I can. Yeah, totally. 
Okay, what is one book or resource that you recommend to everybody? Soul Love. It's very, very beautiful. It teaches you how to tap into your heart and your divine partner's heart, even if you don't have one. It's Mm. just a beautiful book. Soul Love. Okay. What is one habit that has changed your life? Meditation. For sure. I even stopped meditating just recently. Like it was only because with my launch and I was so busy and I just didn't have time. I was like exhausted by the end of the day. And in the morning I would like wake up to like all Mm -hmm. these messages. It was just insane. So it was only about five days that I didn't, no, maybe a week. And I had a moment where I'm like, wow, I was so on top of it and like getting everything done like that I needed to do when it felt right. And now all of a sudden I'm just like, I think about something and then I moved to something else and I was like, oh, it's because I stopped meditating. So it literally Mm -hmm. gives me so much clarity where I just get things done. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is the best life or career advice that you've ever gotten? Oh, always follow your heart and don't listen to people that are not doing what you want to be doing Mm -hmm. because they're going to give you information based on their limited beliefs and fears. Right. They don't know. No. (laughs) And most people live their life in fear. It's true. Finish the sentence. The most amazing part about life is? That's a really good question because earth is a very <laughs> interesting place for us. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of ways to answer yeah. this. We have the power, if we want, to take a step back and observe and really create our life the way we want to. I think sometimes people think they're stuck in like a rat race, but they're really not. They could take a step back, observe themselves from a higher perspective and create the life and call in what you want. And also Mm -hmm. I will say the most amazing thing is having the physical connection with someone that you love is beautiful because we'll have that love and spirit, but the physical act of touch and sex with someone that you love is really beautiful. Mm, love it all right danielle where can our listeners find you online they can find me on instagram and i am danielle page is p-a-i-g-e and my website is danielle page as well awesome thank you so much this was so much fun thanks for sharing about astrology and i'm sure our listeners love this thank you for having me on All right. I hope you like that conversation with Danielle Page. Make sure you check her out on all the resources listed in our show notes. So I just want to share some key takeaways from our conversation. The first takeaway is the fact that there are cycles in life and the fact that your birth chart represents the highest expression of you. That's why we don't always relate to what's in our chart because maybe we haven't lived enough years to reach a point where we resonate with that part of our chart. So there are times in your life for different spiritual learning, different purposes. For example, the Saturn return is when you're nearing the age of 30, your life kind of gets flipped upside down. A a lot is changing. And we also talked about the Chiron return, which happens around age 50. So it's just really interesting that there is so much to learn and the journey keeps going basically until the end of your life. So it's just really fascinating that there is so much that you don't know. And all you can do is flow with life, intuitively flow with life and just wait and see what happens. The second key takeaway is for our astrology beginners. So if you're just getting to learn about astrology and you don't know much else outside of your sun sign, I highly recommend you go to any astrology website to put in your birth time, date, location, and get your birth chart. And then you can look at your sun, moon, and rising signs. Those three signs are a good place to start. And by the way, I made a whole video on astrology where I explained this. So if you want to learn more, you can check out my video as well. The third key takeaway is to be aware of eclipse seasons. So eclipse seasons are when our spiritual growth is accelerated. A lot of growth is happening really fast. You know, it might look like a mess. It might feel 
crazy. And we also talked about how Mercury in retrograde is much less of a big deal compared to eclipse seasons. So you guys probably have heard about Mercury in retrograde. It's really popular on social media. And basically, it's a time where communication and technology kind of go haywire. So during those times, there's a lot of technical difficulties and stuff like that. But Daniel just says, you know what, live your life because you're going to have to anyway. Don't make any big decisions like buying a house during that time, but for the little things, it's not so bad. All right, that's it for our conversation today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Sending you so much love and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Lavender Lifestyle. If you like this podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. Lastly, you can catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavender, where I have even more content for the artist of life. Sending you so much love. Bye.